The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right, turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston in Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter, just go to sportsgoingpodcast.com slash survivor. Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Coburn. Joined as always with my co-host Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? I am doing excellent, excellent. Fresh off a trip down to the the city, San Francisco. Um, beautiful, beautiful place. Shitty people, but beautiful place. Um, kind of a, a greasy, greasy uh, area I stayed in, but that, that that's that's how I like to do it. You know, keep it real. You get to to know a, a city by its its innards. If if you stay like uh, you know where the tourists don't go and all that. Uh, but yeah, um, I've I've many things to say. I can't say them all right now. We'll take the whole podcast to to get them all out. But um, one thing I will say is is how precious flying is. But people don't appreciate the like. Um, what do you think about flying? Like. It, for I, me, I, I, I love going, it. It's it's so easy. It's like okay, a few hours you're just in a, a complete new place. Yes, yes. But the the, the fact that like human beings flying through the air, like people people just take it for granted. But for me, every time that we do it, it it's just uh, like it's special. It's like human achievement and all that. Like uh, people people always laugh at me for this and call me crazy and whatnot. No, I'm crazy. But when it comes to flying. There's a there's a kind of like um, privilege to it that you know we we exist in this era where you, you can just fly through the air and and get from one place in the air to the other. Uh, I sound fucking high, but uh, anyway, I, I oh, absolutely love it. I, I agree with you. That that makes sense. Yeah, I, I imagine you like uh, looking out the uh, getting the window seat, looking out there, all the all the ants down on down on the ground. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Um, like uh, I had the window seat. Thankfully, and uh, the, the first couple of flights, I got a, a layover in Calgary on the way down to San Francisco, and um, I got the window seat in both those flights, and uh, I'm, I'm just crowding, I'm crowding the window, like I'm just like peering out, like the, the people beside me just probably, f- fucking hate me if they even care about that anyway. But um, on the on the way back, I had the aisle seat, so I had to like look past uh, the people to my left. But no, man, like. Uh, I think we, I think we just we just take flying for granted, but we we shouldn't we shouldn't. It's a it's a precious beautiful thing, and uh, I get absolutely ecstatic over it. And um, yeah, I am fucking yeah. I'm 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 tired and drunk 
after <laughs> freaking traveling, but uh, I'm here. I'm here. Let's do this. Yeah, it, it sounds like you had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of things that, that people take for granted nowadays, like like the internet, finding information at the top of a button on in your pocket on on the phone, flying, all these type of things. Like what? What when were the Wright brothers? Like a hundred years ago, if a little bit over a hundred years ago, so that's that's it's amazing what 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 uh what humans are able to do now. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing good. Uh, Philly's big win in game one of the NLCS tonight. A little bit closer than it needed to be. They were up four nothing early, up five nothing, a chances to, you know, add on, add on. They did not. Ended up being a five three, a little bit of a nail biter at the end, but they got the job done. Game two will be uh Tuesday night now. So uh Luckily, that's going well. I put, I put some free bets on some uh, home runs there. Schwarber, Castellanos, Harper, they all hit. So uh, that was able to offset my hockey betting, which uh, Monday I said, okay, I'm on the Flames. I'm on a bunch of overs. I think every game went under except the uh, except the Devils-Panthers game, which got up to seven eventually. And the Flames lost, despite out shooting the Capitals like two to one. So uh, hockey betting has not been going too well for me so far, which, which is the bad news. But the good news is, you know, I, I was uh, I was responsible. I, I cut my unit size down uh, in, in more than half to start the season. So, you know, feeling it out, that's what you got to do. You got to take the lumps and, you know, it's it's all intel for, for your future betting is what you're getting into there. Um, yeah, looking at the results today, I'm glad I didn't bet today because I would have lost just like you did. Yeah, <laughs> a good day, a good day to skip, good day to be uh, traveling. Yes, uh, absolutely there. But uh, yeah, make sure you're uh, subscribed to the Hockey Gear Podcast. We got some uh, shit in the Discord when we didn't put an episode up for for this tonight's slate. So make sure you subscribe, turn on those auto downloads to get the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to get get daily episodes up. You know. Week, weekends are tough sometimes, some scheduling issues, but we'll try to get at least three or four, if not five episodes to you each week, especially as, as football season winds down. Uh, that's going to be in, in a few months here. But, yeah, make sure you're subscribed. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. We got a, uh, got a new ra- new review I can read. Uh, I might, might save that for tomorrow when Talon's back. But uh, leave us all the reviews. Uh, we'd love, love to see it. We'd love to see all the new listeners coming in, all the new people in the Discord as well, sg.pn slash Discord. And on Twitter, you can follow us there at HockeySGPN. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter if you want to get in the Discord. Or apparently you can just, you know, buy some ad space on the uh, on a, on the wing of a plane. And Joel will be looking out at you. And he'll tell you how to get in the Discord there. Yeah, that's a nice talent impression. I yeah. like it. Um, all right. We've got a bit of news here before we get into this uh, this slate on Tuesday. Uh, news out of, out of your, your favorite team, the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Signed defenseman Devin Taves to a seven-year contract extension, 7.25 million AAV. We uh, we talked about this before a little before the show, but uh, what do you think about this here? Well, usually uh, I you know I just mail it in for these kind of contract talks. I don't I don't usually don't give a fuck, but when it's my team, absolutely I'm dialed in. This is a great deal, great deal. Uh, once again, Joe Sackett, Chris McFarland doing wonders, working magic. This is a excellent deal because. Yeah, sure. At the end of it, he'll be 37 years old when his, his contract is done. But he's the kind of player who, who can play that long with without any um, uh, deficiency in his game. And yeah, for like the Avalanche are in win now mode for the next three, four, five years, hopefully. And this this contract sets them up for the like I was expecting at least eight million. And um, yeah, giving him the the seven years is fine. Like sure, it works out for the player too because. Uh, you know, he's getting up there in years and all that. But uh, in terms of the team, it's, it's, it's incredible getting him for 7.25. It's, it's uh, yeah, the abs are in, in great shape. Um, top D pairing. Um, like if, if the 
Canadian Olympic team skated out tonight. Devontae's Kale McCarthy be your top top deep pairing, no doubt about it. So yeah, this is a, a great deal for the Avs. Once again, they're showing the rest of the league how it's done. You got me thinking there. If there are any better Canadian defensemen that would be up there with Makar, but I mean, Chabot. Could you put Chabot with them? Is he, is he Canadian? Yeah, he is Canadian, but they have familiarity, right? So uh, it would. Yeah. So he gets that boost, but it's he like would definitely the, uh, on the team regardless. Yeah, it's like it's like the Chris Kunitz playing with Crosby instead of Claude Giroux right. going to the Olympics back in <laughs> whenever that was, 2012 or 2014. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's complete steal for Devin Taves, and you know, it's been a complete steal since Joe Sackett got him for two second round picks back what before the 2020 season. He finished 14th in Norris last year, eighth year before, 11th year before. You know, he's never going to win it. He's not going to get that many points, especially on a team with Makar. But seeing him getting that recognition by voters around the league shows how good he is i think he's quite possibly one of the most underrated defensemen out there he's a solid top pair guy he gets overlooked because he plays with mccarr but yeah 29 years old maybe seven years a bit too long but like you said this this is win now mode for for the as mckinnon's 28 miko Rantanen's 26 mccarr's 24 so like this is their window they've already won it once they can they can get another one in the next few years yeah this is a fantastic piece of business by, by joe sackick who's you know quietly and just you know just steadily moving up the the, the uh, gm ranks in the nhl well he already moved up to the uh the presidential role but we still give him credit and all that he he still uh has a voice in the room and whatnot but chris mcfarland is, is also mm-hmm. excellent like we we and the as fan base kind of criticized him last year because he didn't do much you were thinking oh sackick moved up chris mcfarland giving this guy the reins but no i i still i still believe in the both of them and clearly they are proving uh, themselves worth it. Yeah, absolutely there. Uh, a little piece of news here. Uh, I saw Taylor Hall believes the media attention surrounding Connor Bedard is a little much. He said he does way too many in-game interviews. They need to find a way to just let him play. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't be interviewing these guys. I mean, between periods, I guess. But, like, let, let this kid go out there and play. People are going to watch. He's going to have the hype. You don't need to, like, interview him during the game there. Did he, did he score today? Uh, he did not. I had a I, I threw I had a free bet on him and Matthews both to score, and neither of them scored. He got his uh, he got his shots on goal prop. He got got four shots. So uh, keep hammering that, boys. Keep hammering the uh, Connor Bernard shot props. Mm. Well, as long as he doesn't score, that's good. That's good. <laughs> good news for the for the for the Calder Trophy. Right? Exactly. Um. All right. Uh, we're brought to you by the SGPN Second Chance Survivor and NFL Gambling Podcast. Uh, already knocked out of your NFL survivor. Don't worry. We got you covered with the SGPN second chance survivor. I mean, uh, presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. $3,000 up for grabs. Winner take all. Start, starts this coming weekend. So, you know, you don't kind of get screwed by the Eagles or Niners. Uh, sign up now at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And the NFL Gambling Podcast guys are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite touchdown-related bet for this weekend. Biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. Make sure to check out Underdog Fantasy. They just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. And $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. So watch along, make make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. 
All right, Joel, you ready to get started on this uh, nine-game slate for Tuesday, October 17th? Yes, sir. All right, we're kicking things off here in the city of brotherly love. It's a uh, 6 p.m. Eastern start. Moved up due to the Phillies playing tomorrow night. I uh, got the Vancouver Canucks at the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Flyers are home underdogs in their home opener, plus 120. Canucks are minus 140. Over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off minus 115. The under is at minus 105. I'll take this one here. Uh, you know, a little talk about it in the Discord, but the Flyers home opener might have you know a little bit of juice in the building. Uh, but the Flyers two games so far pretty much showed what they are this season. They played well against Columbus, got that win 4-2 in Columbus, and they went into Ottawa. Just did not look like a NHL team at all. Maybe you know credit to Ottawa as well that they look great with their uh, with the new guys there. But Flyers did not look good against a uh, I guess a much better team the Senators are at this point. On the other hand, Vancouver has, you know, gone head-to-head against uh, Edmonton twice, uh, home opener 8-1. Then they won 4-3 in Edmonton, despite getting outshot 40-16. to I guess a pretty good game from Demko there, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, you have to go with the Canucks here, minus 140, I think. Uh, I also bet their team total over 3.5 at uh, around even money. I think they got minus 105. If they can put up 8-4 and four against Edmonton, they can put up, you know, easily four or five or even six against the flyers and their their porous defense so i like the canucks i like the over canucks team total just bet bet, bet canucks canucks and over that's that's just the bets i believe it was casey the smith in the in the second oh, game was it? The i'm pretty sure it was that's yeah even I more st- impressive i didn't see the game but i thought that he was confirmed as the starter i could be wrong could be wrong it was uh, yeah it was 37 saves on 40 shots there you go uh yeah yeah, like both games against Oilers have Canucks lucky. I mean, the eight-one game, okay, fine. <laughs> they weren't lucky. They won eight to one, but uh, even in that one, like the Oilers have played them uh, through most of the first period. It's just once the Canucks started scoring goals, the Oilers gave up. So I think that the uh, the Canucks are a bit inflated here in the market. So I'm I'm kind of leaning to the Fly guys in home spot. You mentioned uh, it's their home opener and whatnot, but yeah, I think I think the Flyers are the side here. Uh, uh, going all the way out from Edmonton to Philly, you know, yeah, first road game and all that uh, on the East Coast. Anyway, obviously they were in Edmonton, but yeah, I, th- I think the Flyers are the team to back here at a, a plus number. Um, don't mind the over as well. Like the Canucks, they are playing slightly better defensively, but not exactly enough to believe that they are. Um, a defensive team by any stretch of the imagination, even under Rick Tockett. But things things will get better in that in that regard eventually. But for now, I think the Canucks are still an over team. They still play loosey goosey hockey, and yeah, that's why I, I like the over as well, over six and a half. Um, but the yeah, I think the the better play here is is the Flyers here plus one twenty. Interesting. You're going against the Canucks. I'm going against the Flyers. So we'll see what happens there. Pessimists. <laughs> All right, going down to the uh, lone 7 o'clock game here. We have the Minnesota Wild at the Montreal Canadiens. The uh, game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Canadiens are plus 130. Wild are minus 155. Over-unders at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Uh, you got a read on this one at all? A little bit, a little bit. Um, I want to back the Canadiens here. Uh, they, 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 they dominated the game against the Blackhawks, as, as far as I recollect. And... Uh, the Wild got dominated by the Leafs in uh, Ontario there. So, but I still think that that def- deflates this line. 
uh, the Wild should be more than minus 155 against the Canadians. Canadians are not a good team. Let's not fool ourselves by thinking that. I mean, they outplayed the the Leafs for long stretches of the game in their home or their their opening game. And uh, but I don't I don't think that they are. Uh, you know, a legitimate team. Uh, certainly it shouldn't be only plus 130 here. I think that that should be more like plus 150. So, yeah, give me the Wild here, minus 155. I like them to come back strong after their uh, <laughs> embarrassing loss to the Leafs there. What was it, 7-3 at the end, something like that. Um, no no feel in the total. Maybe the the correlated total would be the under if you want to bet the Wild. So I think that they, they, they tighten up defensively, get some better goaltending. Um, but yeah, once again, it, it's, it's no strong feel on the total, but, uh, kind of like the wild here, minus 155. I think that number is a little bit, uh, is a little bit low. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I actually hammered the wild when it opened at minus 135. So that's, that's a two unit play for me. I would still play it here at minus 155. I think they're that much of a better team than Montreal. I think, I think the wild are, they're going to, you know, beat up on teams that they should beat, And then they'll, they'll lose to teams that, you know, are better than them. So that's what we've seen so far. I got, got the, got the win over the, over the Panthers, despite, you know, getting outshot 41, 21, got beat down by the Leafs. But yeah, the, the, the Habs aren't good. They, they beat the Blackhawks. So, you know, Blackhawks have, have a few good wins early in the season, feel good about themselves, but it, the Canadians are a bad team. Also, uh, Kirby Doc could be out for the season. I saw he has some sort of signif- significant knee injury there, so potentially a, a torn ACL or MCL. I think I saw. Um, MCL also, Matt- isn't season-ending. Hopefully, it's um, hopefully it's MCL. Like the ACL is a bad one, right? ACL is the bad one, I do believe. Yeah. Um, ouch! Ouch! Yeah, and also for the Wild, Matt Boldy is uh, is week to week. Hmm. No sure word. Yeah, it says Canadians Kirby Doc is has a torn ACL and MCL, but there's there's wow. still more tests. This was six hours ago, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, he he's out. I mean that that's he was potentially going to be be a big part of his future. He might end up just you know. He played fucked. well against the Leafs. I noticed him a lot. Like, yeah, that sucks mm-hmm. for him. Sucks yeah, especially my... especially especially what especially a, a big body like that. He's a big guy. So like having knee issues is is gonna you know, could hamper him for the rest of his career. Yeah, feel for him. He had a, a nice resurgence in, in Montreal after a down year in Chicago, so mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I'm all over the wild here, and I, I would agree, under 6.5 at minus 110, probably the, the, the side for, for the total there. Um, I haven't bet it. I probably won't bet it, but the, the more I watch the, of the Leafs games, I think the high-scoring 6-5 shootout win by the Leafs against the Canadians was just the Leafs playing poor defensively. Like they they played poor defensively against against the Blackhawks. It's just a matter of the Blackhawks didn't have the players to to score to, to run up run up the score too too much. So yeah, Wild definitely bet that. And then if you want to play the total, take the under, but not not a strong play. Going down to 7:30, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Buffalo Sabers. Big Atlantic Division matchup here. The uh, game itself is in Buffalo. Got ourselves a pick them here. Both that on minus 110. Over-under is set at 7. Over-paying off plus 110. Under-paying off minus 130. I'm uh, I'm all over the Sabres here. Uh, Sabres so far, disappointing start to their season. 0-2 against, you know, two tougher opponents. The Rangers in their home opener. They got run out of the building 5-1. Went down to Long Island. Got beat 3-2 by a tough Islanders team. But, you know, Tampa Bay has has struggled immensely since like the first period of, of opening night. They, they got that win against Nashville. 
They've lost 6-4 to Detroit, 5-2 to Ottawa on back-to-back days there. This is Tampa's third game in in four nights. Neither of their goalies are trustworthy whatsoever. So I love the Sabres here in a pick spot. I also like the over. Uh, over 6.5, minus 135, you can probably still find. But I, I like the over 7 as well. Uh, both of these, all four of the games last year went over the total, including two over 7s in the most in the in the latest meetings, 5-3, 6-5 overtime, 6-5 overtime, 5-3 were, were, the, were the four totals last year. So, yeah, I like the Sabres here, and I like the over, two, uh, two pretty strong leans. How have the Sabres goalies been playing so far? Do you have a, do you have a read on the Sabres uh, goaltending? I have not watched anything, but definitely Levi has an 881 save percentage uh, so far. Yeah, so that's why I don't get to this number at all. I think the Lightning are the much better team here. Uh, I I don't know why it's a pick 'em. Like the Lightning are are just a better team, top to bottom. Sure, they're they're losing Vasilevsky and they they lost a couple games brutally, but I don't see how these teams are 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 equal, even given the uh, home ice advantage to the Sabers here. So I'm on the Lightning here. Um, they are just the, the much better team. I don't I don't get to the uh, minus one ten number. Uh, so I, yeah, that's a that's a confusing one to me. Maybe. There's other issues going on, but no, I mean, the Lightning, they lost to the Red Wings, whatever. They lost to the Senators, who were a good team. That was a back-to-back. Uh, I don't read too much into that, but coming back here, back-to-back losses, Lightning will bounce back in this one, I'm pretty sure. So I I love the Lightning in this spot. But I think if you get in a six and a half, like at minus 130, that's the play because both of these teams are over teams that both play pitiful defensive hockey. Both have goaltending issues. Yeah, over six and a half at minus one thirty. If you can get that, and uh, definitely lightning for the side. I, I'm, I'm questioning why this is a pick. I'm well. I'm seeing now why it might be. Uh, Steven Stamkos missed Sunday's game, and he is questionable for this game. So I think if Stamkos is out, I think that kind of explains. ah, that does explain a lot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I still like lightning, but less so than uh, before that news. Thanks for that. Like, like I said, I've been out of it last weekend. I haven't been keeping up with hockey news. A lot of uh, you know college football stuff going on, NFL, and just on the road. But Stamkos being out would would make this uh, a more reasonable line. So I still like Lightning though. They got enough talent there to to get it done, especially after two two losses on the road. Yeah, this should be a this should be a should be a good good battle. You know, the the mainstay in the Atlantic Division versus the the up and coming team that wants to kind of knock them off. So hopefully it could be a potential a start of a rivalry there in, in uh, Buffalo. Yeah, All right, going down. We got a big brother room. <laughs> going down to uh, 7.30 again, we have the Arizona Coyotes at the New York Islanders. Game itself is on Long Island. Islanders are minus 185. Coyotes are plus 155. Uh, Over-under is set at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. Under is at minus 105. Um, what do you got for this one? Not a fucking clue. I don't I don't have a read on the Coyotes at all. Um, I, I still haven't seen a second of their games. Uh, they beat the Devils, of course, in the the shootout, mm-hmm. which was unfortunate. Um, and then they beat the uh, what was their second game? Do you that, know? Did they the, play two games? The, uh, they lost to the Rangers tonight. So this is the back. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Islanders minus twenty five. I think that's a regulation play. The Coyotes here, yeah. Losing to the Rangers here. Uh, fuck, man. I didn't do any re- any research. Who did they play? Ingram started tonight. I, I was just checking that as well. 
All right, so I'll leave that map for Bijmelka against the Islanders. So that's a boost for them, but still, I think the Islanders will 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 win this game with Sorokin in net. Um, yeah, I mean, minus one eighty five is a bit steep, but I I just can't see the Coyotes coming out strong for this one. They're just the the weaker team. They don't have the kind of um, uh, discipline the defensive focus that the Islanders do Islanders superior goaltending whatnot but yeah I'm not betting this game I mean, maybe under six under six cheap minus 105 might be a play I, I could see both teams like uh canceling each other out defensively and the goaltending be all right so I, I think the under six if anything in this one but I have no fucking read at all <laughs> Yeah, I like the under six there. Uh, what did I say? Was that minus one hundred five? I got it. I got under my, under six and a half and minus one twenty when the line line first opened. So I mean, mm. that that's a good bet. I would still take under six minus one hundred five. And yeah, I, I think the Islanders, you know, a little bit juiced up there at minus one eighty five. But the spirited game tonight for the Coyotes. There was a post game brawl after the, after the final horn. So they they had a lot of emotions in there. They they played the Rangers tough. I think they had a penalty shot late in the third period. So exerted a lot of energy there. Not a long trip to Long Island, obviously, but, you know, the matter of playing a back-to-back is it's going to be tough for, for a team like the Coyotes, you know, even even with younger legs, not necessarily used to playing back-to-back games of, of uh, pro hockey. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the Islanders there, minus 185. I think regulation might not be a bad play, but the under would be the, uh, the best bet here. Um, all right, we'll go down to the 8 o'clock slot here. We have the Edmonton Oilers at the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Oilers are minus 150. Predators are plus 125. Over-under is set at 6.5, overpaying off minus 120. Under is at even money here. Uh, Oilers have, have not looked like themselves so far against against the Canucks. You know, only you know 8-1 loss and a 4-3 loss. You have to imagine they're going to go off at some point. And, you know, this Nashville team might be the team that they go off against. Nashville had a good season open win against Seattle. A good defensive effort there. Lost to Boston 3-2. Another you know, solid effort there against against one of the best teams, you know, in, in the East. But Edmonton's now had had four days or two days off, but both teams have had two days off now. I think the Oilers are just just the much better team. This isn't the home opener or anything for for Nashville. Just a just a regular home game. So I think the Oilers are have the edge enough where where there should be minus 150. It's just a matter of they haven't shown that so far this this season, even despite putting up 40 shots last game. So I haven't bet this yet, but I. I think I'm I'm leaning towards Oilers minus 150 and I'm going to pass on the total because this could be like a 3-2 game or this could be a game where McDavid has two goals and two assists I agree with you entirely in terms of the side with the Oilers here I think the Oilers were the better team in both of their losses and coming down here losing their first two games they're gonna be fired up for this one Predators meanwhile I don't think that they've been excellent they've, they've been okay and all that but they, they should be a lot higher than plus 124 or plus 125, whatever. Um, they're just significantly inferior. They, they have not played their best hockey. They, 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 they'll play the lightning towards into that, that, that one, but that, that was, uh, you know, the comeback mode kind of thing. And yeah, the Oilers just far superior team. Minus 148, minus 150, just a very decreased price. Very depressed price. I love the Oilers in the spot. This is a this is a good bet, I think. Uh, and I also love the over over six and a half minus one twenty two. That that's too 
that's uh that's a good price for an Oilers game. And the Predators, they're, they're they're playing more offensive hockey and all that. They they do have some goal scores, and uh, the the young guys are coming up. They don't play good defense, and Soros can't do it all every freaking game. So I like the over. I like the Oilers. Very very public sides here probably. Although maybe maybe the people maybe maybe the public is down on the Oilers after their two losses. But that that's those are like fraudulent losses like they were the better team in uh definitely the second game and probably the first game as well they just gave up after uh the canucks scored a few i don't know what happened there but i think the oilers came up firing this one i love the oilers here yeah according to this one app a large majority of the money is on both the oilers and the over so yeah i got, got mm-hmm. joel, joel public here for, joel public let's go uh, all right. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Uh, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fastest and easy way to buy tickets for all the events near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. The Game Time app is really easy to use. Flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And they give you the images of seat view, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You don't have to look for look for you know a seating chart section you're in they show you exactly what your view is going to be you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you are set the tickets are sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your email uh so snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code cfbx for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code cfbx for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer total to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. I got one more game here at the 8 o'clock slot. We have the uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois Bowl here. Los Angeles Kings at the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Jets are minus 120. Got the Kings here at even money. Uh, Over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off minus 105. Under is at minus 115. Uh, what do you got for this one? Well, from a pure power ratings perspective, these teams should be like the Kings were going into the season like much higher than the Jets, but now they're they're minus 120 favorites here, and you can't attach too much home ice advantage given the fact that uh, it doesn't mean as much these days. But that said, watching the Jets to the first few games, couple games, they they've been. Uh, dominant like they should have won against the flames and they 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 handled the panthers easily the kings were lucky to even get to a shootout against the hurricanes after being outplayed by them so through through a couple through a couple games i can see why the jets are a a favorite here so yeah this comes down to like whether you want to attach too much weight to your priors, like going into the season, or if you want to read a lot into the, the the first few games here. But I think I want to read into the first few games because the Jets looked uh, incredible through through two games. They should be 2-0, and to be honest. And uh, the Kings are kind of like meh. Uh, so that that's why the, the Jets are favored here. 
And I think they should be favored by a bit more. So give me the Jets here at home. They'll take care of the Kings. Uh, under 6.5 minus 115 is also a good look. I don't trust in either team um, in terms of their their offense. Like the, like the Kings are historically an under team, even under Todd McClellan. Um, you, you wouldn't expect that given his... Uh, you know, his, his teams were, were very offensively minded in, in San Jose and Edmonton. But with the Kings, he's, he's been he's been more of a defensive guy. Like he's adapted to his players, to his personnel. Um, and meanwhile, Rick Bonus is the same kind of thing with, with the Jets. And they, they do play some good defensive hockey, given their weaknesses on the back the back end. Not exactly the, the best uh, back six you could ask for. But still, given the... Even the coaching styles, I, I think they cancel each other. So I think we get like a 3-2 Jets win here. That, that That's my call for this one. Give me the Jets, 3-2. All right. I love the uh, cor- correct score prediction there. I, yeah, I agree with you. I'm on the Jets here, minus 122. I, I think one of the big issues for, for the Kings and could be might be why I don't take the under is that their goaltending situation is, mm. is very much up in the air. Both Copley and, and Talbot, I think, have one start so far. Um, Copley negative 2.05 goal saved above above average and Talbot negative 0.79. It's both a five on five. So I think the Kings, you know, a slow start. They're a team that, you know, has new pieces with it without Dubois trade. They traded away a few, you know, guys that are good in the rooms. They're now without Arvidsson for a few weeks due to, I think, a, a back injury or something. So Kings Kings might take a little bit a little bit to find it and and meanwhile like you said the Jets are coming out of the gate, gates hot they they played well very well against uh, against the Panthers over the weekend tough loss in Calgary uh, to open the season that they played well there though with the shot totals and yeah the, the Kings have pretty much you know they were lucky like you said to to get to a shootout against Carolina lost five two to to Colorado so like yeah they're not they're not playing well I mean. So yeah, I, I I go with the Jets here, minus 122. If I had to pick a side for, for the total, I'd probably go with the over. I, I could see both of these teams putting up a few, but that that's just a, a very very slight lean there. All right, going down to 10 o'clock now. We have the uh, got a playoff rematch. We got the Colorado Avalanche at the Seattle Kraken. That game itself is in Seattle. Kraken are plus 125. Avs are minus 150. Over-unders at six and a half, overpaying off plus money, plus 100, and under is at minus 120. Uh, what, what do you got for your abs here in Seattle? Well, it was a pretty despicable performance against the lowly Sharks, uh, but fortunately came out with the, a shootout win there. I think we get a much better effort and result for the Avalanche here. Winning in regulation, I think, against the Kraken. I know it's their, their home opener or whatever, but... Uh, the Kraken have, have not been playing too well. They are. Uh, I think they've played more games than anyone else now. This is their their fourth game already. Yeah, they, um, they have two goals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's another reason to like the under under six and a half here. Like uh, the Avalanche are are playing some good defensive hockey, uh, but it, it's not looking too promising so far. The, the guys are still. Building chemistry with uh, Jonathan Drouin and Ryan Johansson, he's he doesn't look good, but they're still building chemistry offensively. But the defensive side of the puck is looking good for the Avs. So I, I like like a three-one Avs win here. The, the Kraken are just they look miserably. Look, um, they had an historical high shooting percentage last year, and it's already regressing. Like they're they're not scoring the goals that 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 went on last year. 
And I think that that continues, at least in this one. So if you're getting the Avs, minus 150, I think that's a good price. The Avs are a much better team, and the, and the Kraken are just they're, – they're not, they're not playing complete hockey right now. Um, and I don't think we, we see the vintage uh, vintage, vintage crew bar that we saw uh, in the playoffs last season. So give me the Avs here. Revenge game, ultimate revenge spot. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the under here, under six and a half, uh, minus 120. It has moved down to six at some books. I mean, mm. 10 of the past 11 meetings went under the total. I know quite a few of them were in the playoffs, but like that's just the, the style that these, these teams play. And as as I said, Seattle just can't score right now. They have, they have two goals in three games against Vegas, Nashville, and St. Louis. I'd say Colorado is better than definitely two of those teams, quite possibly better than Vegas, especially defensively. Uh, yeah, the Avs, that, that Saturday night game was quite frustrating. I, I, I bet them live pretty big to beat the Sharks, and I then came down to a shootout there. So I was, I was holding my breath a little bit. But, yeah, the Avs look good so far this season. Home, home opener does give me some pause, so I have not bet Colorado yet. But, uh, yeah, Colorado's just a much better team than the Kraken, you know, especially at this point in the season. Seattle has, has not found it yet, much like the Kings haven't. So, my only bet so far is the under, but I will likely get on board with the abs as well. We're going down to 10:30 here. We got the uh, Carolina Hurricanes at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose at the Shark Tank. Uh, Sharks are big road, a big home underdogs at plus 230. Hurricanes are minus 285. Hurricanes puck line is minus 120. Over unders at six and a half. Over paying off even money, and the under is at minus 120. Uh, I, I don't know if I can, I can trust the Canes. I don't know if I can trust any big favorite, you know, early on in the season when, when you haven't seen too much, the Canes did just lose, um, as a big favorite in Anaheim in a back-to-back spot after that shootout win against the Kings. So, you know, now this is their third game in four nights as they go through the California road trip. Um, but the Sharks can't score. The Sharks have scored two goals so far, one against Vegas, one against the Avs. I think the goal against the Avs was like some some floater from the blue line. So they, they have no ability to score. Um, so probably going to stay away from the side, but I'll go with the under six and a half at minus 120 here. I think Carolina, you know, kind of bears down a little bit after two high, three high scoring games to start the season, 5-3, 6-5, 6-3. Get back to their game to, to finish out the road road trip strong. And, you know, you know what? I, I might, talk, might, might be talking myself into a, a Hurricanes regulation play here, but just for now, take the uh, under six and a half at minus 120. I agree with you on both points, but I'm I'm stronger on the Hurricanes here as a side. They they got their their shitty game out of the way, losing losing to the Ducks. They they just mailed it in. Whatever we're playing the Ducks, who gives a fuck? Um, just a, a Pacific team. Uh, who cares with it early in the season whatever we'll 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 get 60 percent effort but this one i think they'll get 90 percent effort against the sharks uh sharks are in a a bad spot here coming out against uh, the hurricanes who are uh, a significantly superior team after uh getting embarrassed against anaheim so uh, the hurricanes you know they're they're they got their hung they got their hangover out of them like they were hungover. That's what it was. They're hungover against the Ducks. But now they're healthy. They're fresh. They're sober. And they'll take care of the Sharks here. No problem. I think the, the Canes are a good bet as well. Uh, minus one and a half regulation. Even later than minus 285. I do not see them 
losing uh, to two terrible teams two nights in a row. Um, yeah, and I also agree with you, Neander, for a lot of the same reasons. A lot of the same reasons. The, the Sharks don't have much of an offense. Hurricanes are good defensively. They haven't really shown it so far, but they're still building up to their potential. And I think that their their, their coaching staff will get under their skin and uh, yeah, build them up to uh, play a more complete game. So give me the Hurricanes. Give me the under. Yeah, wait, waking up those days after a bad hangover, it's like, oh, life can be good again. Like, like you got some clarity, you got some stuff. So I, I like that analogy there. And I, I didn't watch too much this game, watch some of it, but I ha- I've tried to make a habit of, you know, going back and watch most game recaps, at least the goals for the night. And I, I was going to say, Antti Ranta did not look good against the Ducks. Uh, four goals on 23 shots. So hopefully Frederick Anderson can, you know, step up and stay healthy for Carolina. But, uh, Something to keep an eye on there in case there's any uh, back-to-backs for, for the Canes again. I watched the the Hurricanes-Kings shootout, like, just coming out of the concert with my, with my buddy, a previous guest here, Shark, uh-huh. uh, watched on his phone, and it was it was incredible. I, I, keep the, I, kept, I kept expecting the Kings to um, to do it done, but uh, that, that just shows my pessimism when it comes to shootouts, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, just get rid of it all altogether. I, I don't like it, even though that one turned out favorably for us. That was me tonight with, with, with the Flames. They go to the shootout because Netsov does that dumb move where he doesn't move at all. That should be outlawed, and that's the only goal in the shootout. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. We got one more game on the slate here. A good, uh, good Central Division matchup between the Dallas Stars at the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Golden Knights are minus 115. Stars are minus 105. Over-under is at six, both paying off around minus 110. Close us out here. Not a fucking clue. This one is uh, pretty nicely lined, I guess. I guess, I don't know. The the, the Stars and Knights, they both looked all right so far. Uh, Knights played weaker competition, I would say. But the, I think the Stars are still a slightly better team, despite the playoff loss in the um, Western Conference Finals. Uh, man, it, it, it's a tough one to call here. That's why the line is what it is, right out of Pickham. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm gonna I'm gonna back the stars, I guess, with uh, just a more more complete team. Like we got Mira Heiskin on the back end. We got Jason Robertson, who's looked awesome through the first couple games. Uh, Ottinger's looked good too. Knights, Aiden Hill, of course, he he played extremely well in his his first game against the uh, uh, who did they play? Fuck, I remember. Uh, whatever their their home opener was, he, he looks excellent against them. Uh, but no, I, th- I think the Stars are a slightly better team. So yeah, you gotta subtract the home ice advantage, whatever. But Bachman, uh, not a clue, not a clue. Give me the under six, under six. There's not going to goals. They're gonna go cancel each other out. But uh, if, if you want to side, I lean to the Stars. Yeah, I would lean to the home team there, or or I guess that's a road team there with the Stars. Uh, Rupe Hintz did not play in the Stars season opener. He's questionable oh, for Tuesday. Petrangelo right. was questionable for Tuesday. After ta- I think he took took that puck up high. It's a scary moment there. So keep an eye on definitely on Hintz's status. If he plays, you know, probably a, a stronger lean to the Stars. But yeah, I like the under six here. If you can find it at minus one ten, minus one twelve. Um, I'm seeing a five and a half out of different books, so we'll we'll see if it gets gets down to there. But yeah, this is should be a pretty classic under game here. Uh, Vegas, you no, know, they haven't been able to, to pull away in any other games despite playing, you know, Seattle, San Jose, the Ducks, all four one wins for them. So 
go with the under here. Maybe see like a, a three-two overtime game that could could go either way. Man, a lot of teams have played three games. I thought the Kraken were exceptional in that, but apparently um, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess the teams that that played this on this week is flown that, by that, that, that Tuesday or Wednesday has just piled up there. Um, all right, let's get to our uh, our best bets here. Uh, so far through two shows, we are each one and one. Uh, you are minus point one seven units. I'm minus point zero nine units. We were both uh, on, on one one pick winning streaks. You had the Pittsburgh Penguins Friday night against the Capitals. I don't think that was really much uh, much of a struggle there. I think it was a shutout. And then I had the Jets against the Panthers on Saturday. So uh, hopefully we can keep it going on the winning ways here. Uh, do you have anything off the top of your head, or you want me to want me to you find go one first. here? You go first. Right, I will go first here. I, I have multiple two-unit plays for Tuesday, but I am going to go with the. Um, let me make sure this line is still good on DraftKings. Um, the Lightning Sabers over. Oh, that's up to seven, isn't it? I'll take Lightning Sabers over seven plus plus one ten. I think both both of these teams can score. Quite a bit, and uh, I, I like getting getting the plus one done there. I like it. I will go with the Jets minus one twenty, minus one twenty two, whatever. Um, just I think that they are, are playing uh, better than we anticipated through the first couple of games, and then the Kings are getting a, a slow start. They're struggling, so give me, give me the Jets at home. All right, that's, uh, that's our, uh, our best bets here. Hopefully, we can we can both win and go to uh, go to two and one on the year. And uh, tomorrow we'll, we'll be back with our, our locked dog total. Hopefully, uh, Talon Talon returns from his uh, his his uh, hellish work schedule to uh, have a, a full show to go over uh, Wednesday slate. Maybe do uh, have, have a little fun segments there as well. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gamer Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple or Spotify. Make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review and turn on those auto-downloads so you get the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published. Uh, make sure you also follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Interns are doing a great job there, putting up some polls, putting up some good content there, so make sure you check us out there and get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, or reach out to us on Twitter. Plenty of fun stuff going on in there, people talking bets. It's not just people, you know, coming in after the fact, throwing in parlay slips and whatnot. It's people discussing plays putting plays together and, and hopefully winning together or or losing together but you know it's just the, the joy of betting and, and, and talking to hockey with the boys in there so make sure you get in the discord um all right anything else here before we close it out i am good all right uh i am ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at par gilbert sop I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me apologizing to the listeners for just mailing in this episode. I've had a, a great weekend, and uh, I'm sorry you guys have to suffer for my lack of research and work and all that. I don't even have fucking lines for these games, so I uh, appreciate you guys for listening. You, you deserve it, buddy. See ya.